This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G, which means it's perfectly safe for folks and families of all ages. Yes, even Grandma. Enjoy. And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, Empire of Death! Bring him to me. No! No! What is this? I- I've done nothing. I- I've done nothing wrong. Please! Release him. Who are you? What is this place? I don't know who you think I am, but I'm I'm nobody. I'm, I'm nobody at all. Nonsense. You are Harold Cooper. You are a manager with the Public Works Commission. And at such a young age... I, I, I'm a site inspector. I know. You have the authority to pass unfettered anywhere that I might wish to go. I, I, I don't understand. You, you, mean, you, mean, you mean this isn't a mistake? You, you really sent gangsters... For me? Are they just gangsters, Harold Cooper? Is that really all that they are? Oh my gosh. You aren't Nazis, are you? Nazis? Dear me, is that still going on? I don't bother myself with the papers much. Well, you certainly aren't Japanese. My dear Mr. Cooper, you are thinking too small. You think in terms of nations and ideologies, of busy people busying themselves with one another's destruction like psychotic bees. I speak of a greater conflict, one more fundamental in its scale, the conflict between life and death itself. I I don't understand. It is easy to mistake death for an ending. And perhaps until I came along it was. I don't fuss over the metaphysical. But now, as you can see, death is much more than simply the absence of life. It is the logical next stage of our evolution. No longer must we rush hither and yon to make our marks before the unyielding hand of time strikes us down and sweeps our memory away. No longer must we fret over the perpetuation of the species, knowing that our flesh is weak and ephemeral and must be replaced. To continue on into infinity, a being eternal, with all of the years that are to become complete. 
It is beautiful, is it not? Please. Please, I don't understand any of this, but I don't want to die. Oh, Harold Cooper. You are already dead, you silly boy. What? Don't look so shocked. You did it yourself. You heard of all the warnings about the drug they call the frost. Frost? I didn't... Lying won't help you now. You heard the warnings and thought they were silly. The kind of overblown rhetoric that society has used for years to frighten its young away from narcotics. And you had always been able to handle it before, hadn't you, Cooper? I don't. I I didn't. And it sounded like fun, didn't it? A rush of cold through your veins, and with it speed, strength, energy, vitality... All things you might have once associated with life itself. But now you know that is not quite right, don't you, Harold? You've begun to suspect it for days, that the drug was changing you in ways you didn't expect. But you needed it now, didn't you? And besides, it was fun. What have you done to me? Me? Not a thing. You did it all, Harold. And you would do it again. No. Oh, I think you would. I think you will do it willingly. I think you will cross the final threshold into my domain, and you will do it with a song in your heart. What is more, I think you will provide me with the access I need to welcome your fellow citizens into my cold embrace, and to give them all the sweet gift of undying death. No! Really? Look what I have, Harold. The syringe. (laughs) Not filled with boring old frost, but with something a thousand times more pure, more powerful, like nothing you have ever felt before. All for you. (laughs) You can't take your eyes off it, can you? Oh, your arm positively itches for it, doesn't it? (laughs) Go on. Take... It. There we go. Use it. Don't be afraid. Oh, that's a good boy. Isn't it wonderful? Who? Who are you? Once I was Professor Zombie. But you are going to change all of that for me. You are going to make me an empress of death, aren't you, Harold? Yes, my mistress. (laughs) Doc! Doc, are you here? Dr. Chronopolis is sleeping, flying squirrel. Oh, Mr. Knight. Robert. Right, Robert. Sorry. Dr. C is asleep, you say? Yes. We were finishing some work and he suddenly realized that he hadn't slept in several days. I don't know how he does it. He's always more interested in work than anything else. But it's better for him when you can keep him on a routine. I know. I may not be the best assistant for him in that regard. When I was a machine, I had an internal chronometer. I always knew the time to the millisecond. And of course, I never slept. But since my consciousness has been transferred into this flesh and blood body, I never seem to have the slightest idea what time it is, or that I am tired until I fall asleep face down on a work table, which I seem to do a lot of. Being human is 
more difficult than I imagined. I reckon you just need more practice. I reckon you are correct. May I be of some help? What? You were looking for the doctor. He is unavailable. May I be of some help? Actually, I was looking for the Red Panda, but he isn't here yet. The Red Panda? He asked me to meet him here. You were looking for him, but you called for the doctor. It's Dr. C's lab. Besides, I knew Big Daddy wasn't here. I have a Red Panda detector. I sometimes wonder if you three represent the best peer group for me to learn human behavior from. You could do worse. Granted. But I am going to be a strange man. Strange men get the best-looking girls. That would be welcome, if true. But I fear once again, you two may not be the best example. The Red Panda asked you to meet him here. Yeah, I think there's something he wants to show off. Ah, the Mark Threes. The Mark Threes? A decided improvement over the Mark I prototype, though in truth, the only major innovations over the Mark II are ones that facilitate mass fabrication. Really? Oh, yes. That is what the doctor and I have been so busy with, though the process is largely automated now and should go more smoothly as we move to the Mark IVs. The Mark IVs? Yes, well, it seems inevitable that some modifications will be made as the Mark III's are field-tested. Yes, of course. Do you mind if I stop and ask a question? Not at all. What in the screaming blue heck are you talking about? Would you like to see them? The Mark III's? Yes, I would love to see the Mark III's. Right over here. This way. Let me get the light. There. Holy cats. No, they are robots. I can see that. Red robots in, in trench coats and hats. Yes, they are based largely on my original design as White Knight, with his permission, of course, and incorporate a good deal that Dr. Canopolis learned from studying the Captain Clockwork units, as well as schematics from the Red Ensign. You made 20 robot red pandas. No, not at all. There are 23 of them. You were right. You are a strange man. Squirrel? Squirrel, are you here? Does he not have a flying squirrel detector? He doesn't use it. He prefers to look for me. Oh, there you are. Ah, yes, here I am. Oh, dear. I was just showing the flying squirrel the Mark Threes. I hope I did not spoil the surprise. Oh, I don't know. She looks fairly surprised. When exactly were you going to tell me about the army of robot red pandas? They aren't red pandas. They're just in... Hats and coats to blend in. They're red. And I'm not. I call them the Red Knights. Robert thought of the name. Robert is a strange man. They are not truly self-aware, of course. We have no idea what caused the capacity to emerge in White Knight or the Red Ensign. But they are capable of executing a wide variety of programming with an excellent degree of independent operation. And we can monitor and provide new programming from this station when they are in the field. A robot army? We've lost most of our active agents to the war or other calamities. If push came to shove, it would be you and I against an army of the undead. So now it's you and I and an army of red pandas? Red, red knights. Nice. When exactly were you planning on telling me about this? I don't know exactly. I was waiting to make sure they worked. The idea did sound fairly stupid when I said it aloud, and I was picturing the look on your faces... Almost exactly the one you have on right now, and I thought, why rush things? This is not what you asked her to come over and see? No, Robert. Though I do appreciate your hard work, it was actually this. A beaker. 
You were going to distract me from an army of robot red pandas with a beaker? Red knights. Quiet, both of you. It isn't the beaker. It's what's in it. Why? What's in it? Well, it just might be the elixir of life. Shall we find out? Release me! Be quiet or I'll shock you again. I will eat your heart. You really won't. Please, already I can feel the cold fading from my veins. I need to dose or I will cease to be. One way or another, my friend, you will never need another dose of necronium again. No! No! I'll kill you! Where did you find him? Does it matter? They're all over the city. The creature is correct. If he does not renew the necronium levels in his system soon, he will begin to decay rapidly. Just like all the others that have been captured running Professor Zombie's errands. Except, maybe not. That's a big needle. You think it'll work? It worked in a Petri dish, and on lab rats. And now it's Buddy's turn? Yes. He's either very lucky or very, very unlucky. And we're okay with that? Not really. There doesn't seem to be another way. This is crazy. He's a zombie. How do you cure that? He's dead. But he also isn't. For years, Professor Zombie's subjects began a gradual decay from the moment they were turned. There was no hope of curing them because there was no viable body left. But the professor altered her formula in order to maintain the higher functions and advanced powers of her new race of slaves. The new necronium prevents any decay or degradation on a microcellular level. Which is why the need for continued doses of serum. The subject's cells continue to fight back to attempt to reassert themselves and produce life energy. But if the dose runs out, these mooks don't come back to life. No, because the necronium is also still fighting and the path of least resistance is accelerated decay. But the antitoxins didn't help the cells to reassert themselves either. So what brings us from point A, being zombie apocalypse, to point B, being show and tell? These did. The shockers? They've been terribly useful. Since we learned that the creatures are vulnerable to electrical attacks, we've been able to take them on more directly. And we have such weapons built into the Red Knights? Let's stay on topic, shall we? What do the shockers have to do with what you're about to do with that big needle? I wanted to know why. Why did the electrical attacks have such profound effects? Why did they drop an opponent who takes anything else we throw at them and keeps getting up? The burst of energy stimulated cellular regeneration. Very good. Wait, we punch these goobers with a lightning bolt and it brings them back to life for half a second? No, but... Well, almost, yes. It jumpstarts them! It does, in fact, jumpstart them. I should have looked for an automotive analogy at once. Quiet, you. Are you really going to use a shocker for this? It's what we'll have to use in the field. I have it calibrated for my best guess. Should we try it? What are you worried about? You aren't going to make him any more dead. Except you know that isn't true. The antitoxin will make him less undead, but not undead is not necessarily alive. The question will be academic within a few hours. He will need further necronium treatments or a total cure. All right, then. First, the injection. And now... Is it working? His color is changing. I think it might be working. Check him on infrared! Is it working? 
Oh my. I don't have infrared. Can someone please tell me what's happening? <laughs> ah, never mind. I think I'm up to speed. You did it! I can't believe... I am still gonna kick your fanny over the robot army thing, but in the meantime, come here, bright boy! Uh, uh, what did you do? I think he is coming around. What did you... My hands... I can... I can feel... I, I, I don't understand. She said... She said it was impossible that we could never go back. She said it was impossible. She thought it was. And she must think that for a while longer. You will, I'm sorry to say, be under lock and key for a time yet, for observation. Yes, yes, thank you, I, I get... Thank you. But you must save the others. One step at a time. No, no, she's moving tonight. Professor Zombie, her, her army! Take it easy. She has a new formula, like the gas attack that didn't work. But it goes in the water supply. The water? She's moving tonight on the reservoirs, the pumping stations. She's going to turn the whole city at a stroke. You have to, have to stop her, have to save them, save them all. He's out cold. Call Mother Hen. Activate every remaining agent. I'll break out the dart guns and shockers. Robert, prepare the Mark Threes for combat. One way or another, this madness ends tonight. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Red Panda to Flying Squirrel. Red Panda to Flying Squirrel, come in, Squirrel. Squirrel here. Are you in position? Oh, roger that. We got maybe 20, 25 zombies here at Rose Hill. Shouldn't take too long. Let me and my two tin cans knock these mooks off and I'll meet you at high level. Negative. We all move at once or we lose the element of surprise. When you're done, reinforce Agent 462's unit. They're closest. I don't like this. We're spread too thin. And if these toy soldiers don't work out, we're all in a load of trouble. I don't disagree. But Zombie has her army on the march, and our response must be as coordinated as theirs. Think we can find her in all of this? I haven't seen her yet. But from the size of the force, I'm almost certain that she's here. We got another word for almost certain. Uncertain? Clever boy. Watch for the signal flash, then move in hard. And be careful. I love you too. Squirrel out. Bring those barrels over here. We'll use these intakes. Let me shut the filtration system down before we pour it in. We should do it now and get out of here. No! The mistress commands that our attack be simultaneous. What does it matter? We're in position now! Why are you afraid? Because the outside guards haven't called in for ten minutes. I sent three men to check. Uh, they should have been back by now. What are you saying? Somebody's picking us off. That's impossible. Who would dare? I have a pretty good idea who would dare. Pour the goop now. No! There must be no interference with the mistress's great plan. Too late! No! 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 Ah! What's... What's happening? Impossible! Impossible! Quickly, pour the formula! Do it now! Somebody... No! Six fifteen, calling Mother Hen. Six fifteen to Mother Hen. Where's that backup? We're pinned down, and I have two agents down. Say again, Mother Hen. I didn't copy. The 
truck with the drums on it is burning, but there are still heavily armed zombies, and I don't know if that fire is going to stop them. And we need help here fast. Six fifteen to Mother Hen. Did you happen to send me a big robot with a hat? Thank you, Mother dear. I think we've got this under control. Six fifteen out. much easier to cure when he ain't moving around quite so much. Now, who's first? Professor Zombie! It is over. What have you done, you monster? What have you done? I have put an end to your mad schemes once and for all. Your gangs are being routed across the city. Your henchmen and slaves will be hunted down and freed from your curse. Your reign of terror is over. Reign of terror? Do you know what you have done? The perfect world I could have brought about. It could have all begun tonight. A world without pain. A world without fear. A life everlasting in a world free from war. Free from hunger. Free from love. Free from beauty. Free from independent thought. Free from life itself. Life had its chance. And what did it ever give us? A broken, shattered world, limping pathetically towards a grave of its own making. I would have made the world whole. You would have united all people in their service to you. Yes! It would have been glorious. Antonia, let me help you. Don't call me that. I can cure you. This is not a disease. Life is the disease. You know that isn't true. Let me help you. Help me! You did this to me. No, Antonia. You did this to me. Exposed me to my own experiments. You, you buried me alive. It wasn't me. Left under the crushing weight of cold, wet earth. The blackness, the terrible blackness left me there to rot, but I rose again, more powerful than you could have ever imagined. It wasn't me, Antonia, it was Sharp! Sharp! Colonel Sharp. Chimera! His unit took you. He forced you to weaponize your formulas. He tried to erase your memory and buried you alive. He's gone, Antonia. He's been stopped and brought to justice. Don't let him destroy you. He did destroy me. Destroyed me over and over again. Look at me. I can help you. No one can help me. The antitoxin can combat the necronium while the electricity provides a boost to regeneration. It works, Antonia. It's working all over the city. 
You saved them all, did you, Boy Scout? Everybody lives. Not everybody. You have done terrible things, Professor. Things you will have to answer for. But you will never be mistreated like that again. Let me help you. Your formula won't work on me. There's no reason to believe that. No one quite knows what happened to me. Perhaps I once did, but now... There's no reason to believe that it won't work. I will not allow my final act to be one of weak submission. Just... just hold still. No! Do you think I'll let you get close enough to shock me with this? A shocker! We need that! To destroy me! Yes, I know your plan! Zombie, no! I am stronger than my drone's red panda! Faster, too! You may have won this round, but it isn't over! It will never be over! You think that you're so clever, but I only have to win once, and you lose everything! Antonia, don't do this! You think that I would ever be that weak again? That I could let myself feel the warmth of blood in my veins? Marvel at a sunset? Hunger and thirst? And love, and all the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Never again, never again! We both know what happens if you hit me with that syringe and don't follow up with an electrical blast. That's the only way out now, Red Panda. I'll cripple you and leave you alive. I'll start over, build it all again. I will rain fire down upon your city. I will find you where you sleep and butcher those you love and I will do it all because you were too weak to do what needed to be done. Antonia, it doesn't have to be this way. Yes, it does. I am the Empress of Death. I command it. Do it. Do it now! I I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Oh, Squirrel the panda, come in, Red Panda. Go ahead. You okay? You sound bad. I'm all right. All units report clear. O'Malley's boys are starting to help with the cleanup, and we've got the last of them on the run. How are things there? It's over. And Zombie? It's over. I'm sorry, sweetie. We saved about a million people tonight, if that makes you feel any better. You know what? It really doesn't. It really doesn't much at all. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! 
This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! Red Panda Adventures, episode 102, Empire of Death, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Andrea Lyons, Ryan Cerro, Christopher Mott, Hans Messerschmidt, Stephen Burley, Clarissa Dunetterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.